Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Secret to Success podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest with us, Miss Adrienne Allen. How are you doing today, Miss Adrienne? I am good, Sister Diana. That is awesome. That is awesome to hear. So, Miss Adrienne, can you please tell our audience who you are and exactly what it is that you do? Well, my name is Adrienne Allen, but I go by the moniker, Misunderstood Adrian. That within itself means so, so, so much, but we can just put it in the fact of embracing ourselves in any type of way that we are and just being who God said we can be. That's who I am. I'm also the CEO of a company called IMA Industry. We are climate and culture specialists. What I want to do is I just want to change it. I want to change your atmosphere. Just put a little life in it. Just li- just, just lighten things up a little bit. That's what we want to do. We want to come to a city. We want to come to your school. We want to come to your church. We want to come to your family, your community, anywhere you need. Just a little bit of light. We're going to come and we're going to do it. And now I have a book. I'm a published author of a book called Surviving Tough Times. On your march, get set, go. And in this book, it's a 30-day journal where you literally get to just walk, take a walk with me and understand exactly why God made you who you are. You get an opportunity to write your thoughts down. If you have something bad to say, you get a chance to write your thoughts down. 
and trust and believe by the time you finish, not only will you be able to appreciate you, but you surely will be able to appreciate the next man. That, that is about the epitome of who I am and what I'm doing. I just want to change the way we look at life so that we can become a better example for our children because they deserve so much more because generations to come, they, we're never going to see this part of us again, ever. I believe that. I'm sorry. Did I answer your question? Because I believe that. Yes, it does answer my question. And please don't apologize. We love, we, that's what this interview is for. So we can find out more about you and who you are. So how did you come up with the moniker misunderstood Adrian? Hmm. Well, when you say life comes full circle, I will be honest. At one time, there was a low point in my life where I found myself in the strip club, not as a participant, but I was working. So I was also a school teacher. So yes, I understand that parents might have a situation about that, but thank God that we're not there anymore. And that's why I believe in the blood and all that good stuff. But I taught high school and there was something about a kid sneaking into a strip club that just wasn't gonna sit well with me. If they seen Miss A, as like angel or dynamite. So when I figured it out, we went with misunderstood so that no matter what, I was always gonna be a miss and they needed to understand that. Now that's how it started, Dia. But then life happened. God said, no, honey, they gonna know you, but they are not gonna know you like that. Mm. I actually was diagnosed with MS, which is multiple sclerosis. And I've had to carry that disease now since 2010. So what I have done is come full circle with everything bad in my life and then take the ailment in my life, put it all the way through it and say, I will never, ever, ever be able to reduplicate any of this stuff. This is all a misunderstanding, but in my growth, I have really truly become misunderstood. Mm. And with seeing me and knowing me and understanding that there's so much that goes on in a daily through my mind, through my body, that I shouldn't even wanna say a word. But because the fact that I do, I hope that someone else finds power in it. That's why I carry it. Misunderstood Adrian. Everyone has a moment of being misunderstood. And mm. even in that moment, God still loves you. And that's why it is misunderstood Adrian. All right. I've always wanted to ask that question. So I thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be surprised how a lot of people don't even want you to tell your story because wow. they're like, well, why would you put that in? And that was a bad part of your life. And I'm thinking, right. yeah, it was a bad part of my life, but you got to kind of take the bad part of your life and make that the best part of your life because that's why you had the opportunity to get into the bad. Right, exactly. But I hide that. Like, you know, like why would why would you want to get dirt on me and say, oh, you know she was a stripper? Like, what? You sound silly in today's world, but I've been misunderstood for a while. And it just all made sense. And then you know, God's they say that God's people, the ones that God chooses, they are misunderstood. Half the world doesn't understand how God does what he does with them. That's why he does what he does. I'm just glad he chose me. Right. Well, so misunderstood Adrian. Tell us more about God Got Goons and the inspiration to your book as well. Oh, man. 
Okay. So now if you do know me, I grew up like with the house with the picket fence. Well, it wasn't white, but I had a fence. You know, I had a brother and the house of the dog and, you know, but I don't know how, but I must have tripped up, slipped up, did something. And I ended up on a whole completely different room. And it was like nothing but the block, nothing but D block, all kinds of stuff. Like, and I mean, not D block, like the murder cell block, but the actual group, like the locks, you know, like I had a friend that loved the locks. I couldn't even hear what they were talking about, but it was just guns, drugs, murder. And it was just crazy to me. But then one day in that music, I heard something that was so profound that I said, I heard that in church. Hmm. they know what they're talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa. These brothers ain't so far off from what we're talking about. Like, so, you know, growing up Christian, you always be like, okay, well, you're Muslim, so we're different. So automatically, people would used to be like, no, no, that they, don't, they ain't saying it like that. So I developed a, a like a, a, a radio show and it was called D-Block Church. People were like, hey, you can't put them two together. You can't do this. You can't do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like D blocks are for murderers and killers. And then I'm thinking, well, so you're trying to tell me that murderers and killers and drug dealers and street people don't deserve God? Is that what you're saying? And then they would back up a little bit, but then they would say, well, you know, you know what we're talking about because they got to get their lives right first and then God can help them out. And I was like, oh, so I hashtag my D block church, not for the Sunday morning Christian. Mm. And then we came up to Gaga goons because when you really think about it, one, God is the goon. <laughs> Only one I know do what he want, when he want, using who he want, how he want, the way he want. Why? Just so somebody else can say, that was God. Mm-hmm. That's goon right there. I mean, <laughs> that's it. And I'm just a I'm just a trooper for him down here on this this thing we call Earth. And I realized that there was a lot of us. And I realized that we were all different denominations. We were going to different places to worship. We was calling him different things. You know what I mean? But we all mm-hmm. had one common goal. And I realized something at that moment. No. You can be a believer, you can be, you can go to church, you can do what you want to do, whatever. But if you a fighter, if you out here going to take this thing back, because when you see raggedy, you should check it right away. Just because. So when you feel goon, you know, you mm-hmm. want to be associated. You need to be associated. But damn it, if you just let the devil do what he do and don't say nothing. Are you serious? No more. No more. So God got goons was formed. And 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 now it became it became something. Now I watch people marching in the street right now. George Floyd, all this stuff. People want to fight. We we want rights. We want to march. I've never seen anyone march without a beat. That's just mm. me. I've never seen anyone march without a beat. If you're not marching with a beat or to a beat on in, in, in a destination, you're just walking. That's what that look like. People don't even understand it. So God got goons has a beat. And it's the heartbeat. Mm. So in our order, when we find line, you know, we all start going together. I don't know if you've ever laid your chest on someone else's, like if you ever laid your head on someone else's chest yeah, and literally tried to match the heartbeat. That's yeah. where I want to be. I want people to sit in that pocket. Black, white, don't even matter. Fat, skinny, yellow. You know what I mean? Even the racist. Even even the person, I believe that racism racism is not really racism. I believe racism is just hatred because you just don't know nobody. And you need to meet somebody. And that's that's fine. Because once you meet them, you realize that they're your friend. We done seen too many of the movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we done seen too many of the movies. We know how that works. Mm-hmm. So you can't still sit in where you are. So that's what Gaga Goons is about. Just to speak up on some stuff that's been going on for a long damn time. And it's just done. 
Mm-hmm. Stop it. It's time. It's time to change. You know, it's time yeah. to change. And you're going to have to be a goon because somebody's going to tell you no. They're going to tell you to stop. They're mm-hmm. going to tell you that you don't belong. They're going to say everything to you and for you. And you still going to have to fight. That's goon. That's what I mean by goon. God got goons. It's actually God got goons. And then I tell them we out here. You know that. Saving God's kingdom. But this is not the world of hashtags anymore. Y'all millennials have taken away the hashtag. I thought I used to be cool with hashtags. I was the hashtag (laughs) queen. Then they tell me, oh, you can't have hashtags. Like, you guys. You guys. You still do your hashtags. But I, I love that. I love that because we all know that... Ms. Adrian is a goon for God, but to know, but to break down God got goons and to understand where it's coming from. Thank you so much, because that's amazing. And a very, it's very rare that you have goons for God nowadays. It's, it's, it's questionable who's actually who these days. And so I thank you for de-blocking. I thank you for breaking all that down for us so we can have a better understanding and also have a better understanding of uh misunderstood adrian as well because you know like you said you don't believe that there's racism you just believe that there's there's people who just they're ignorant to it and here at the secret to success we want to acknowledge a company that is growing in popularity every single day fit forever it's a fantastic health and fitness app that has helped thousands of people turn back the clock on their body Fit Forever is backed by the world's most prestigious doctors professional athletes surgeons olympic trainers and physical therapists All of their expertise has been put into an app just for you. This is scientifically proven, medically backed fitness, and members are feeling improvements in their posture, their strength, their flexibility, and joint health in their first week. Take the quick assessment. Get your fitness plan personalized to your body's unique needs and limitations, and you're good to go. The app will select a daily workout for you to help improve your body, mind, and mood in just 30 minutes a day. Look. Change comes with commitment. So commit to a plan that will completely transform how you look, feel, and live. Sign up today at fitforever.com for your free one-week trial. And exclusively for our listeners, Fit Forever is offering $10 off their yearly plan. That's $10 off when you use code SUCCESS. That's S-U-C-C-E-S-S at checkout. That's where a lot of the hatred comes from because people are ignorant to the understanding of what's going on around them. So it's better for us to ask a question than to just instantly judge and not, you know, and not know. So I thank you for that because like you, like you said, and you said it wonderfully when you said, you know, it's just hate. This is just hate. And that's exactly what it is. We hate what we don't understand. Yeah, because you don't know. But okay, I'll tell you like this. When I grew up, the place that I grew up, the place that I grew up, my high school mascot was a grown-sized man on a live-sized horse with a sheet on his head, and it was pointed, and they called him the Galloping Ghost. That was my mascot. That was my high school mascot. So when people say racism and all that kind of stuff, I hear what you're saying. However, you're listening to a black girl who grew up in that neighborhood with a lot of other black people and we worked it out. So it's no such thing as it does not happen or it can't happen or it won't happen because I know that it did and it does because I'm a product of it. And I know this because I know this and I was seeing my friends from high school or elementary school, they're the same people, they're white, they're Chinese, that's the community that we grew up in. So because I seen it, there is no other way that I've ever seen it. I I didn't actually see racism, be honest. I didn't see racism until I got on campus at my HBCU and they were all black. But then I seen separation. That was the first time I ever seen separation. How about that? Wow. So I never even seen the white and black separation. I saw black separation. 
And then I was told about myself when I got to that historically black college, shout out to Dr. Kenyatta, because he stood on his head and cussed me out and told me how the Western school civilization had just completely had me all the way twisted. I didn't even know what he was talking about. So, so do you, you understand? Like, it's a place in that mm-hmm. where it's some missing points in there. However, I learned some good nuggets that a lot of people don't even understand. You know, like you, you didn't need to know, you didn't need Kamala to get into the White House to know that you had a chance. What? I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you did. You know, because that meant that we, I should have been doing something a long time ago. If you believe that you couldn't do nothing, your skin has nothing to do with where you are, but where, how close you was to the sun. Right? Yeah. Because God didn't make black and white, did he? God made Adam and Adam up. You became your color according to how close you lived to the sun. Right? Right. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, and then, of course, you know, life goes on. But I'm just being like, if you keep it all the way simple, that's why I say we can talk until you blew in the face about people's differences and stuff like that. Right. We talk about what we got in common. Child, I breathe every morning. Child, when I wake up, the first thing I do is go. And then, me too. Oh, my God. Well, I don't do it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, then you stay over there in your own little conversation because we don't want to know how you breathe if it's different. But if we can do it all the same, yeah, let's come on over here and do it that way. That's community. Let's do it that way. Yeah, that's that's what that's what we're lacking. We're lacking community because community is not what it used to be. You know, I used to hear my parents talk about what they used to do and how they used to go outside and how every neighbor knew this and knew that and I had the I got the opportunity to experience that because you know while my parents were you know both of them about 20 22 years older than me the same people that they grew up in their neighborhoods were still there when I was growing up so I got to experience community and neighborhood but it's not like that anymore so it's crazy how things have changed and and uh, and so I thank you for breaking down to us you know, Gaga goons misunderstood Adrian as well as, you know, everything that you've broken down. So we have a better understanding and we get to know who misunderstood Adrian is, who Adrian Allen is, you know, and find yeah. out what inspires you and what motivates you. And then from there, you have surviving tough times. So what motivated you to write the book Surviving Tough Times? I would have to say what motivated me to write a book, I would have to say y'all did. Antonio, Deanna, and Grace. I'm going to blame the three of y'all together. <laughs> the reason why I'm blaming, and the whole ATS family, the reason why I already had it. Mm. And the way that the way that you y'all have allowed my eyes to see some things inside of me that have been cloudy for years and years and years. When I tell you that you guys are, you guys were like, you guys were like the, the breath for me because we had just started the pandemic. Um, it's funny because I don't even remember how, well, I know how, because I just happened to hear one of these secrets to success, which I think is so funny, like full circle <laughs> moment here. Like it, this is what popped up on my phone. And I listened to this. This is how I got in contact with Antonio. And then I knew that I wanted to be with Antonio, but I didn't have money at that time. And he was talking to millionaires and he was telling us that if you didn't have any money, you should be trying to get your money up and don't be explaining to me why you ain't got no money to come to the daggone conference. And I was like, mm, I, heard, I heard every word of that. Like, mm, I hear you, bro. So the day that I actually did go back on, he was like giving it away. It was like free. It was like a scholarship owner or something. I was like, whoa, wait, what just happened? I'm like, God, you got to be kidding me. All like, right. no like I'm like no way and so when I hit it the first thing it said was do you want to be paid for your story 
And I said, people have told me for my life, you should write a book. You are a story. Like your life, if people knew anything about you, they would do it. So I said, you know what? I am going to come to the ATS and I'm going to learn how to write my story. <laughs> and within, within all of the time that we sat and I'm like, yeah, okay. But what, I had to go through the classes. So I'm like, un, you know, my subconscious mind was all the way twisted, still is a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm still in the beginning classes just because the personal development for me was like, okay, I'm gonna write a book, but who the hell's gonna write it? Cause you know, you gotta read a book to write it. And that was major to me. Mm. That was major to me. That was the first thing. You gotta mm. read the book to write it. I said, oh my God. So then you decide, now I'm gonna blame you. You do <laughs> Cozy Corner product, Cozy Corner Publishing. You, you came to the what was it the um, the Dominate Conference and said something about if you have this and that, send it to us, and we're gonna do this that. I said, the devil is a lie. Let me see. <laughs> and I sent an episode of D-Block Church where I was literally just coming at not so much the church, but the church. Because we have, a, we have an obligation and a duty to at least be right. So somebody want to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You know? And it, it bothered me that day because I think Donald Trump had did something I think they had just won the election. Like, you know how everybody just, just dumped on Don. Like, I mean, dumped on Don. I ain't never in my life. They made me like Donald just because they dumped on him so damn bad. Because I've been dumped on before and I don't like how that feels, you know? So mm -hmm. I just was like, damn, I became a Donald supporter right at that moment because they was doing too much dumping. Out in the street, dancing and gloating, looking all stupid. Like, what in the hell just happened? And that was the night that I did that show. So when I tell you that this book here, <laughs> <laughs> woo, I, listen, y'all, y'all got to understand something. It came out of my mouth, but these are not my words, yo. God is trying to tell the world that we got to get some stuff together and we got to do it together. It, hello. Unfortunately, what's going to end up happening though is I'm gonna have goons on my side, and then I'm gonna have all the church people keep telling me that I'm not supposed to be a goon. See what the see what the problem is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why I fall surviving a tough time because we gonna make it through this thing, and they still gonna fall in line because when they hear the beat, and when they see the beat, when they feel the beat, there's no. There's no choice but to get in line. And that is how you fix it. That's how you fix it. All that talking, all what's wrong and whose fault it is and who do it better and all of this, it's just a mess. You make people not want to know who God is. And that is disrespectful to any and everything that's breathing. And that's all of us. Yeah. That's why. That's why it's like, man, I'm telling you, by the time... You go through your 30, you'll see it different. Mm. You'll have no choice but to see it different. And then that is really when it begins. Because once you get through it, then you realize that that's why the guy got goons is at the end. Because it's almost like a graduation. Because you know you won't have to fight this thing. And half the time that you're fighting, it's only going to be fighting you. You the fighter. It's you that you got to fight. Once you get you right, most people just fall in line. I had to realize that. Yeah. You know, I had to realize that. Yeah, once you once you become clear, once you become clear, then it's 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 it becomes that much easier for someone else to see it. Mm -hmm. 
So I, that's why that's where the book came from. I'm just glad you you decided that you you wanted to you wanted to you wanted to use this one. But I'm glad that you did because God is going to be pleased. God is going to be pleased. And the blessing of it is if if you received a copy of it already and you have run into a mistake there's something about that mistake you need to embrace, flip, skip, go on and finish out that day. Because trust and believe when you walk outside, you know you're going to run into some mistakes. It's only preparing you for that goon greatness at the very, very end. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, once you get through it, you it's you just see it different you have no choice all right surviving the tough times and then at the beginning on uh there's a, a popular saying that we hear all the time but you've switched it up a little bit you say on your march get set go so what's the significance of that? Instead, instead of saying on your mark, what's the significance of saying on your march? I would say the really big significance is in that race, you're running it by yourself. Mm. That's it. Because in the race, you're by yourself. That's why it says on your mark, because you got to be on your marker, you know. Mm -hmm. But this is not an individual thing. We need to do this together. I won't even be able to get, begin to do this by myself. You know, this, mm -hmm. this takes, this is going to take everyone. That's why I said, before you know it, if you've ever sat in a neighborhood and then someone decides that they are going to do something and it has something to do with the drill team, you can hear drums coming. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then if you have any spirit in you at all, you are you will want to go towards the beat mm -hmm. it's, it's like it's in you like you know what I mean so yeah. that's where the on your march gets from because you gotta want to be able to make a move because mm. everybody is not going to want to do this no but we need to do this one this is not a choice in this this is something that our children need. Our children's children's children need this. You understand? Mm -hmm. If we don't do this now, I don't believe that there will be an, I don't, well, I don't want to say I don't believe because. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news because this is the time where i can say i know i know this is now no other better time but the present things are happening things are on their way you can see it just within the ats just within what antonio is doing just within the things that are happening the world is about to do a major, major shift. The same way we shifted into that craziness, we're on our way to shifting out of it. And surviving tough times is going to be exactly what it has been when we come out on the other side. Mm -hmm. All right. So in surviving tough times, you haven't 
you have it in there. It's the 30 day process. And there's one day that I would love for you to, ex- to, to expound on, because when I read it, I, if, when I first read it, I was like, when I first read the title for that day, I was like, huh, this is going to be interesting. And then I actually read it. And I was like, I like how she did this. So on day, on day 25, if you're good at being bad, I knew it. I knew it. The enemy will be mad. Can you please just break that, just break that day down to our audience? Because when I read it, I was like, all right, Miss Adrian. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, real recognize real. Understand that. And if you was doing anything for the devil, and that's anything that was just wrong, and you was good at it. Trust and believe it ain't going to be sweet when you say, oh, God, save me. That's when all shit going to hit the fan because it's coming. <laughs> it's coming harder than anything, because at the end of the day, the only thing the devil doesn't want you to do is believe it. Mm. He don't want you to give up on him, because if you give up on him, that means you trust in, 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 the, in, in the father. So so every time it gets really, 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 really good. You should always expect something to happen. Like Antonio says, what the, the third law of Newton? Every uh, every reaction gets the equal, equal opposite, opposite reaction. reaction. Yep. It is exactly that. And if you good at being bad, because see, I was good at being bad. And when you're good at being bad, and I was stubborn too. Don't be stubborn. Because when you're stubborn, you're stupid. I'm telling you. He took all my limbs. He had to take my whole entire body from me. I was done. I just kept walking. You know what I mean? I couldn't walk. I just walked with a cane. I couldn't, I couldn't hold my hands up. You know what I mean? I went to, the, my girlfriends was holding me up to get to the party so we can get the book and money. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? My last show I did on the floor. Never could get up. That's when God said, no, child, you done did way too much. Mm-hmm. So don't be like me. Don't be, don't be, don't be stubborn. When you start to bump your head and you start to look crazy and it start to get real, 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 real crazy, know that what he's trying to do is just deter you from doing what God has already granted that you're going to do. Because you do know he only messed with you because of the fact that he kind of like peeked into it and knows exactly what God is going to do with you. That's, 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 why, that's why that chapter is there because people don't understand that when you when you when you're blessed as a little kid you know your blessing as a little kid is even worse because you you make that little kid think that they blessed so then when they see life and stuff they don't understand how it's happening to them because they're supposed to be blessed but they don't tell you that because you're blessed that man's gonna that devil gonna give you hell mm. literally and if you don't pay attention, if you're not anchored, and if you don't know what it is that you're trying to do, you need to be stayed connected to somebody that's going to help you stay anchored because that devil is going to be real with you. Hmm. That's it. Especially if you're good, but that's the thing. We don't believe that we, you know, half of us don't want to admit that we did it. Well, I know I'm going to speak for myself because half the people, they have confessed all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? They, they didn't told this story for... I don't know if I did it because I might not remember. But if you say that I did it, I probably did. But then again, you probably said it, I did it. But if you wasn't there, I probably didn't do that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you was with me, I did that. But if you wasn't with me and you heard something that I might have did, I probably didn't do that. I'm, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when the enemy gets involved, he's going to tell you I did it all. And God said, no, but I paid it all. Mm. and then the devil was just like damn he still tries me every day he still tries me every day but the point of it is once you realize you have your authority you can actually put his ass in check tell him sit down not right now maybe maybe later but not right now i have to do something right now it's not the time oh you can put him in check we have the authority to do so that's that's word look that's where we have the authority to do that. If you believe, come on. There's one thing that you will learn in the book. If you're whosoever will, that's my that's my word, whosoever will. Because it says, for God so loved the, Lord, the world for whosoever will believe in him. But the 
for whosoever will is anybody that's breathing. If you believe it, it's for you. And if you don't, believe it or not, it's for you too, but you just don't get it. But that's all right. That's why he give you a choice all the way up to the end, I believe. <laughs> that's just me. I don't know. There ain't nobody ever came back and told me. They ain't told me no different. But I just don't believe that God would leave anybody. Even when you do do dumb stuff and make dumb choices. He won't leave enough forsake you. Right. That's just me. I Because he don't make no mess. He might put you in mess to get you out of it so that you can understand that he is that that important to you in your life. But other than that, you know, pe- people people sometimes get in mess and then want to stay in it. Yeah. But but that's a choice. That's why it you is. have to believe. That's why you want to believe in the getting up. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> people used to say, well, why you want to make that? Don't make sense. Da, 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 da. And then I'm thinking, no, because if you have shit on you, it's up to you if you wipe it off. I mean, I, I, get, I would get it off. I'm getting up. I don't know about you. You can lay there if you want to. I'm up. My favorite got up. What you what'd you say? Oh, oh, he didn't do it? Oh, okay. Well, lay on down in the thing then. But go ahead with yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep keep you keep your nose open. But because I'm done. I'm 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 getting up. And when you understand that that's what you can do, it's like you you really make the choice to you just make the choice to get up. That's what my faces are all about. Have you seen those faces? My, I have faces. They're like a, um, I call them the duality of life faces. Because mm. you can't have one without the other. So you got to make the choice. And actually, eventually, we're all going to start to choose better. We're just going to choose that we want to have a better outcome. Right. That's it. And no one's going to force anyone to do it. That's what's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because when I read that one, I was like, all right now. All right. And then um, then there is, which one? There's, there's another one. So day 14, I know I'm kind of flipping back and forth but on day 14 you say everything must exist together can you break that down for our audience because that is very that is very important on a level of understanding especially what you're talking about like everything must exist together so can you explain to our audience that chapter well what you really understand is that everything does exist together and so if we can take everything together, it helps us appreciate at least what's happening in that moment of it. Almost like the scripture says, what is it? All things work together. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like the bad situations are the good situations, but you didn't know they were good until after it was over. But it was a bad situation. You understand? Yeah. Like I got fired one day. I tell everybody this story. I got fired one day and went to the store and I met this lady and the lady had a son. So I ended up dating the son. And then we had mutual friends that ended up getting married and then they had triplets and then all the triplets got drafted in the NFL. Wow. So now the triplet story wouldn't even be a story if I had never gotten fired that day at work. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> because, okay. but, that, but that is exactly the example of how you should see it. Because think about it. I would have never knew that lady. Right. And I would have never met her son. Exactly. And then we would have never had friends that knew each other. They got married. And then had them three kids. And then they got drafted. Now, it might have happened in another way somewhere down the line. But because the Bible tells you that, you know, you were like predestined and we already know 
what it is. He knows our beginning and our end yeah. type thing. We, won't, we, we actually picked the soul, like Mr. Phil always says. Like we we actually were the spirits that actually picked the vessel to be in and say, okay, we're going to live in this one. And this is what we're going to live out. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's like, but but you really got, you if you know somebody that always has good stuff to say, mm-hmm. you watch them. Yeah. It's the same way. You, it's the same way. Like it, the, that, that real funny friend, watch them. They're the ones that are going to commit suicide. Mm. That friend that keeps you laughing, that friend that keeps you laughing is the sad friend. Watch that friend. Mm. Call that friend. And I'm only saying that because I have been that friend for a long time for a lot of people. I am a lot of people's happy. I am a lot of people's happy. And they catch me in in some of the saddest moments in my life. Wow. So you have to watch. Oh, that's what that's about. You can't have one without the other. But when you embrace it, you'll be able to take that shit on the chin. Because sometimes, sometimes it goes like that. And it, look, sometimes it goes that way and sometimes it doesn't. But even from all the way down to not even just liking someone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need we all have to exist in this thing together. It's, it's not gonna work. Right. It's not gonna work if somebody doesn't work. That's like a body with a bad foot. You know what I mean? Like you're you you're all at the club and everybody's dancing, and then your girlfriend's foot gets stepped on, and now you know what I mean, she can't party like y'all party. It's just right. as simple. But when things start to not want to, to work together, you understand? That, that's when it becomes different. When your hand wants to be your foot, now you're down there doing break dancing because you're on the front. You know what I mean? Your hand is on the ground. Like you're all the way discombobulated, but it works together. Like it has to. It's the only way it works, really. I don't think if, if, if everybody knew what it was like to just be happy all of the time. I don't think we know what to do. I'm telling you, people would be sick. I'm happy half the time and people are sick of me, okay? So imagine <laughs> happy all the damn time. I'm just sick all the time, like, damn. If the sun shined all the time, we'd be dried up. So, you know what I mean? If right. it rained all the time, we'd be drowned. So you can't have it all the time. Everything has to exist in the same. Got to. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to ask about one more because I want people to go buy the book, but I just had some questions <laughs> that I would love for you that I want you to break down. So day three, day three says you cannot stop being God's instrument. Can you break that down for our audience today, Ms. Adrian? Oh, how can I say this in the best way? <laughs> I'll give you an example. I told you I had a boyfriend who liked the street. He was in the hood. They were, that, was the good, that was the goon side, right? Mm-hmm. Now, none of them is probably going to go to church unless they was going to a funeral or something. Be honest, you know, nobody think about church. So I've become now an instrument for God because now they can formulate their opinions about God through my actions. Mm. So when they see people do me dirty and they see me react all crazy or whatever, then they can know, oh, well, you know, she ain't all that. She just like us. Da, 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 you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when they see real, 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 real crazy stuff go down, and then they see the reaction or the non-reaction of me, that's like that's when I realize I am being an instrument for God, right mm. there, because it's just a different story mm. that people need to see. Because every day that we see something, it's not, it's like, it's, it, 
sometimes it be God. I, I put it this way. A lot of people give more credit to the devil than they do to God. All right, if, now. Can I say it like that? You know what I mean? It's always the devil. It's always the devil did it. The devil making me do it. It's never God testing me to do this or God stretching me to do that. It's never that. It's always the devil taking the credit. We always give the devil the credit. And we don't understand that when we say things like that, people are listening to you and then you become what? A really bad example of what it looks like to be an instrument for God. Because you're not telling the right story. Mm. You know what I mean? But as the person, and, and like I said, it's really for the people that are outside of the church that need to see what it looks like right but unfortunately what has happened is the church has completely changed the rhetoric of what the church does so when the church when you see the church it kind of looks backwards and more people say i don't want to be in that building i don't want to go in there with them like you talking about that lady that literally walks by us and doesn't say anything and drives through her driveway and goes to church, sits there for two hours, and then comes back and still never says anything to us. That lady, you want us to do what with her? You, you, you understand? Mm-hmm. You, what kind of instrument are you? That is not how. She said, how do you explain that? But that, eh, eh. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, because we do, but we do so much. We do so much and then want to blame something else. Right. And it's kind of like, I hear what you're saying, but after the smoke clears and the people go away and they stop listening to you, you know what I mean? And like your crowd dissipates. Right. What is it that you really are? You're sitting yeah. there. You have to, you know what I mean? You take you take it with the you take it with stride. You have to do your own thing. Don't don't be and it's funny because I'm saying it, but you know, sometimes you put you put responsibilities in other people's hands. Yeah. And then you if it do. doesn't and if it doesn't do right, then it's like, damn. But if you handle it properly. It'll just all be right. You know what I mean? It's all set right there. But you have to be the instrument. Mm. You have to be the one that's the tool. You have to be the one that's willing. Especially when people are mean and nasty and different stuff like that. Right. Like you have to be the one that's the bigger to actually mend that, you know, or overlook that or handle that or however. Mm -hmm. Because that's what usually happens. God's instrument is the one that usually prevails through that bad situation. If right. I can say it like that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? If, you, yeah. if you're going to choose to be an instrument, you better be God's instrument so you can be winning this thing. Yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know? <laughs> well, Miss Adrian, I thank you so much for joining us today. And I, what what would be some words that you would leave for our audience when it comes to surviving the tough times? That we've really already done it. Hmm. We've really already done it. We just don't see it. It's already done. It's theirs for us, it's theirs for us to take. It's sitting and it's already done. The blessing of it is we can rest on the fact that we know that. We are just not ready for the job. For by the time you finish the 30 days, you won't see things in a different way. So before you know it, we'll be on our march. And then when you realize it, we done already got set. And then when you see it, we're going to be gone. All right. Well, thank you. So very much, Miss Adrian, for joining us on the Secret to Success podcast. We will definitely thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. The you you'll be able to find everything you need about Miss Adrian. God got goons. You'll be able to purchase her book. In everything will be in the show notes, so you can be able to click and purchase. There, we're going to make it real easy for you. 
Thank you all so much for joining us from the words of our CEO and our founder, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plan better. You can dominate. Thank you all so much for joining us and you have an amazing day. Have a good one. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1%. And they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money, and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now, and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires, right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family? My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. 
Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion-going self is not enough to get to the top 1%, and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually for me to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are going to have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are going to be watching this are going to be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm going to give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss. And all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. 
not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.